This is Randy J, and you're listening to the Back Table Podcast. Yeah. Hey, oh, she's opening our gift. Oh, good. This is from the Davids. Oh, a doll. <laughs> it's a mulatto. Everybody, welcome to the Back Table Comedy Podcast 150. Oh my goodness, the 150. We made it. It's your hosts, Andrew Crone and Josh Ashton. What's going on, dude? Not much. Oh. Okay, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks no. for tuning in. Nah, uh, dude. More crazy shit going on in my backyard, dude. In your backyard? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the bird. Well, no, the bird. It's bird watch, twenty twenty two. The bird situation has been solved. You killed it. You batted it with a racket, like you said you were going. No, to. it was getting to that though. I would have fucking done it too, dude. You fucking slap shot it with I was the hockey sticks. I was this close to fucking doing it, dude. You know me, but uh, uh, I hosed down the whole deck and scrubbed its own its shit all off of everything, right? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, then I put a, a towel shit on, on everything. Yeah, I took all this shit. Every off. Every single thing on your deck had shit on it. Yeah, including literally your work clothes. Yeah, my shit on my hat. Did you see that outside? No. I had my hat hanging up on a thing, and there's big fucking white shit on top of it. Are you sure it's shit? It's and not a jackalit. Oh, maybe it's a jackalit. Bird a jackalit, but Bird it's the same. Bird comes from the same place, I think. Yeah, they shoot out their ass. Anyways, you hosed off the back, the back deck, the yeah. balcony. And, uh, yeah, and then I put a, a towel in front of the window so it didn't see its reflection. But then the towel fell down, and then the bird did it a couple more times. Okay. And all of a sudden, I see the fucking heavies roll in, dude. The fucking magpies come rolling in. They rip it apart? Yeah, well, no, they just scared them out of town, because uh. you know how fucking territorial they are. And a magpie will fucking tear Robin to shreds, dude. The magpies are fucking douchebags, dude. They come rolling in. They do the old pooch on them. I haven't seen a robin ever since. I just saw. A so they, they ripped him apart and. Ate I guess him. so. He was standing on the exact branch that he's usually chilling on right before he starts to attack our window. And all I see was a magpie there and a magpie over on the other tree, squawking, calling it their turf now. That's right. So now I just gotta. If the magpies start shitting all over it, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Yeah, then panic. you've got a problem. Because <laughs> they're a bunch of dickheads. Those things. <clears throat> but anyways, that's been my weekend. Plus, I'm wait, all... that was the crazy stuff. No, plus I'm fucking I'm all sore from what making pierogies. <clears throat> making what pierogies? Well, the lady, it's you're her... sore from making pierogies. Well, it's the lady's new hobby is baking stuff from scratch. So she made all these pierogi skins or whatever you call them. <clears throat> what are they called? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're called pierogi skins. Yeah, yeah, she made pierogi skins, and but you have to roll it out. It starts as a dough, and you have to roll it flat. Yeah. We have no fucking uh, roller pin. Oh, well, that was a well-thought-out plan. Yeah, we have no fucking rolling pin, and we're not Italian, so we don't have that, like, twisty press thing that winds it out and flattens everything. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> whose hobby is it now? 
this guy who has to roll fucking 200 progs. With what? Your hands? I use the uh, the knife sharpener that's like really thin and uh, tubular. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Gnarly. So I just use that. So I had to use that to roll and shit. But my hand, like every fucking bone in my hand is just done for. Every piece of meat, hands are bruised. It's fucked up. You were jerking off nope. all weekend, nope. weren't you? <laughs> I was making pierogies. Is that what it's called? Is that what the kids call it these pierogi days? skins? I was making pierogies. Bullshit. Did you slap one of those pierogi skins over the tip of your bare cock and then no. start masturbating? <laughs> I don't know, but did you eat any? They're upstairs. I didn't see any. Hmm. I, think, I think I think they got macked already. Oh, they all got damn. maxed down. Yeah. But I was on like the 150th pierogi out of 200-ish. And also, I didn't know it was going to be 200, so I just didn't think there was an Who end to it. Who is eating 200 pierogies? I can have like, freezer. I can have like five or six. Yeah. Well, we eat the, the like maybe 10 at a time. But uh, we put them in a freezer bag. So we Ten, yeah, them. if you're not eating anything else. If the dinner consists of just pierogi. Yeah, and a sausage or something. So, uh, yeah, I was on like 150, and I was like, ah, I understand Russia now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> pierogies made me hate the Ukraine. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fuck pierogies. Fuck Ukraine. Wouldn't that make you have more respect for the Ukraine because they have to do that while in a war with Russia? No, they invented it and now they're making me do it. So They're not making you do it. Your yes, lady's are. making you do it. <laughs> well, fuck her too. Her and the Ukraine can frig off. You know a good solution to your problem? Huh? You could have just went and bought a rolling pin. Would have taken way less time. What do you, uh... my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Is that your response to anything? <laughs> Anytime you're stumped, it's you're just, just my gonna... go-to. <laughs> Whenever I've been had, that's what I say. Uh, who cares about Will Smith as- physically assaulting a person live on TV? Don't you know there's more important things going on in the world? <laughs> no, <laughs> not here. That's just my impression of someone... Uh, admitting how that they have no brain capacity to care about more than one thing at a time. Yeah. Um, my... <laughs> why do you care that Will Smith slapped a comedian? There's a war in Ukraine. So, yeah, I can care yeah. about both. Yeah. You also gotta go get gas when it gets low. I like, have enough, do you forget about shit? I have enough brain power to do both of those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because you don't, and you're weirdly bragging about it? So, like, any movie he watches, like, are you escaping reality? Did you know Ukraine's a thing, Don't you dude? know that there's more important things going on than Spider-Man No Way Home? <laughs> well, you're listening to the new Ariana Grande song? What? You're, don't you know that Ukraine's a thing, dude? Oh, you're going to work? Don't you know that the Ukraine is being attacked right now? Yeah. You should care more about that yeah. than your job. It's fucking raining in the forest and shit? <laughs> Clearly, you only have the brain capacity to care about more than one thing. So, quit your job and support Ukraine full time. Yeah, since you since you're so concerned. <clears throat> yeah, I saw a, a funny take on the Ukraine thing. Ha! Is uh, it was on the Black People Twitter, which I'm on. Mm-hmm. I'm a registered member. Okay. They have a. <laughs> so you can get in. It's called a, the Country Club posts, where it's only Black people are allowed to comment on it. That makes me mad sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is such a good thing to comment on. Isn't it on Reddit? Yeah, on Reddit. How do they know? 
Uh, you have to get somehow you have to send a picture of yourself in to prove that you're black or something. And I am not willing to do that because <laughs> I would have to do some racist things to make me black. Or I just send in a picture of Beetlejuice from the Stern show. I mean, it seems pretty easy to get around the rule. Yeah, but anyways, I'm not, part of, I'm not part of the country club. But you they know were how talking easy about... it is to lie on the internet, dude? <laughs> nope. I've never done it. I never only will. tell the truth when I'm online. Yeah. But uh, one of their posts was that uh, three years ago when it was... Uh, when all the uh, refugees were uh, uh, brown and black that mm. were going into <clears throat> Germany and all that shit, it was a refugee problem at that point. But then this time just... <laughs> Because it's white people. No, it's just, it's Ukrainian. Welcome, everybody. Let's <laughs> see it on every fucking thing. That is a good point. Everything on TV is about it, where, like, before, there's like, ooh, there's a bad refugee problem in Germany. <laughs> oh, we can't let any more refugees yeah, in. they're ruining everything. Oh, well, we can let those Oh, but the in. Ukraine, yeah, it's everybody open their doors to them and start doing fundraisers for them. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just maybe yeah. also do it. It's for a little the other, lop- do it for the other refugees. It's a bit lopsided. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, do it for the other refugees as well. Don't stop doing it for Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep this fucking funding train rolling. I don't know if it's that's what they call it. Or who agrees <laughs> I on don't the think name? That's what they call it. The funding train. The funding train. Yeah. Funding train to London. Uh, I was in the Kootenays this weekend. Why? Comedy. Oh, I thought you were just getting high and doing weed, dude. That's I mean, what they I, do out there. I did that, but I was also doing shows. Cool. I was also doing shows. Yeah, myself, Caleb Campbell, and Andrew Verge. Nice. Did the cusp on Friday night. Yeah. And Silverton slash New Denver on Saturday night. I like old Denver. Oh. How many times do you make that I joke mean, on the weekend? Verge opened with it in Silverton. <laughs> he said, if this is new Denver, I'd hate to see old Denver. Oh, snap. And they were all like, yes! Local <laughs> yes, references! Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, me and Caleb drove up on Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And, uh... <laughs> saw, bought some sunnies, I saw. Yeah, first thing that happened is I, as soon as I got in the car, we turned on the radio, and, uh... That's how a lot of things begin. And the, a lot of the best things in the world. He happen. was like, "All right, it's time for the news," and he like turned it up, and you just hear, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm I forget his name. I'm Bill Williams, and uh, this is the news." Bill Williams from that's Red not Dead what Redemption. his name was. I just said that I from, forgot, so I just Red made Dead one. Redemption. Yes, that's that's who he was. Hmm. It's like, "Hey, I'm Ted Williams, and this is the news." All cheerful. Fifty people dead and it was like oh my god turn that off in bill williamson's basement turn that shit off <laughs> isn't that that's how the news always starts don't need that immediately the best news is like at the end of the news when it's like oh some lady bought a pie and it was good and i mean like, but if, you know that the first thing you're going to read is 50 people dead maybe do a bit of a more somber intro yeah have like the uh the the, uh, what's that, uh, Sonata or whatever the fuck, where it's like, burm, 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 The funeral burm, music? Burm, burm. Yeah, the dirge. Anyways, we went up to Nacusp, mm-hmm. about three-hour drive, I guess, mm-hmm. and population 1,200, I think. When you were just on the edge of Nacusp, did anyone make the joke, we're on the cusp of Nacusp? Um, no, we're not, we're not hacks, so no one made that joke. I don't know, you could have fooled me. (laughs) Yeah, we, uh, performed, it was, uh, I think 10% of the town was there. Holy shit, that's like eight people. hundred and something. 
I just said the population is 1,200. <laughs> Pay attention. Uh, we did it at the Legion. <coughs> nice. Yeah. I have AIDS. Covered up the picture of the queen with a fake brick wall. What? Well, Reverge has his backdrop. Oh, and there's a picture like, of the queen bitch? behind the stage. So we're like, yeah, cover that old bitch. That old racist slut. Um, <clears throat> you're not allowed to wear a hat in the Legion. I didn't have one. What? But there was people in the audience wearing hats, though. What? Yeah. Blasphemers. Ah, who cares? <laughs> uh, table of old people right up front in front of the stage. Two old ladies directly in front of the stage. Nice. And they ended up being the best. One of them got the biggest laugh of the night. Really? Yeah. Um, cause, like something that they said? Yeah. Oh. Um, so I, I do a joke where uh, I'm high in the grocery store, which is always a bad idea because you get home and you start unpacking your bags and it's like, oh, I don't need any of this shit. I bought eight cheesecakes. I don't remember this one. How's it go? I'm doing it literally right now. Oh. <laughs> I bought eight cheesecakes. Oh, three of them say happy birthday, Joyce. I don't know anyone named Joyce. Why did I buy those? That joke. And then that is part of the whole finger smeller saga. Which that, one's that one? I'm not doing the whole thing. And then, because um, at the very end, I'm hotboxing a car with an old lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, it turns out that's who Joyce was. Ah, and I also fucked her. Oh, my God, dude. You said that to the... <laughs> Well, that's the joke. Oh, my God. And um, much later... Oh, yeah. Before the show, uh, me and Caleb walked by this uh, fucking, um, uh, like, a store that is used stuff. What is the, what, are the, what are those called? P- uh, thrift store. <laughs> yeah. We walked by a thrift store. at. Fr- it was Friday. It was 2, like, 2.30 in the afternoon on a Friday. Yeah. And it's closed. But we see uh, pit vipers in the window. And Caleb's like, oh, dude, we're coming back tomorrow. Those are the ones that look like ski goggles? Those are the ones that look like ski goggles. Yeah, that like really dorky looking 80s glasses. The one like the singer on uh, Goofy Movie? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the one. (laughs) There's all one lens that wraps all the way around. It doesn't wrap all the way around, but it is pretty much just one lens. Yeah. So yeah. we see pit vipers in the window. And Caleb's like, oh, we're coming back here. And I'm like, what kind of store is closed at 2.30 on a Friday? That's what I was more concerned with. Yeah. It was Betty's something boutique. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. We made sure we were going to go back the next day. Now. Okay. Back to the original story. Uh, with the Joyce's. And... There was a heckler in the in the audience. Just oh, a, just a, I fucking hate those things, dude. Just a drunk lady, and Ugh. she kept yelling out, not the whole time, and it wasn't that disruptive, but at one point she told me to, to show her, I did a joke about my penis. Oh, nice. I have a few I have a few jokes, but just like one or two jokes that involve my penis. Because you're a man. And I'm a male comic, that's all I know. That's the only jokes you have, really. Yep, just ones about my penis, and yep. eventually this lady yells out, oh, show us, show us your dick, which... If, it was, if I was a woman and a man yelled that, that would be a huge problem. Mm-hmm. But if it's a woman yelling it at a man, then, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Show us your dick. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'll just, I've got these two old ladies right up front. They're going to get a, a face full of the crone, you know, the crone bone. I don't want to slap that on their table. Yeah. <clears throat> you call it the crone bone? And then, uh, yeah, absolutely. And then I started, you know, 
talking to the old ladies in the front, and it ended up with me saying, oh, I'm going to get laid in the cusp tonight. Mm-hmm. What's your name, beautiful lady? And she says, Joyce. What the fuck, dude? And uh, This is before or after you did that joke? This was after, so she did a call back. So she just sat on that the whole time? I, well, I later found out her name was actually Joyce. <laughs> it was just a... She's just slunking just down the whole joke. crazy coincidence, yeah. Then she had to fuck you. And then she had to fuck me. I forgot to cue this up. Do you mind pausing? How'd you find it? All right. We good? Yep. All right. And this was the reaction that her, to what? That her saying oh. her name was Joyce. Okay. Got this reaction from the crowd. <laughs> no. <laughs> so many things I could say, but I don't think I <laughs> what's, what's your name, beautiful? What is your name? Here we go. Joyce? <laughs> 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 Even you, go, you're like ah. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect reaction because it gives you time to think of something too. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I recognized her. Boom. And here comes the next wave. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. I just like I I I also was like bah. You go, oh god, so that's funny. So that whole funny. joke, she was just sitting there listening, just like, yep, my name's Joyce, but right. I'm not if saying nothing. He asks nothing. me, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing until he asks me, though. And then, yeah, it was exactly that. I was just like, I just waited for it to die down. I was like, all right, I think I've got something yet. Because yeah. earlier I said I fucked her. Yeah. It's like I knew I recognized. Damn near yeah. killed her. Damn near killed. Yeah. Well, she was ancient and breakable. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, so yeah. Dees McGee. The cusp was fun. Afterwards, we drove. You got those glasses? We drove to New Denver that night, which was at like 30 minutes away because that's where we were staying. And we just drank some beers and eventually went to bed. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, oh. uh, I did some daytime acid. At like t- I took it at 10. The show wasn't until 7. So the timing, I was like, this will be fine. That's That's like, what, nine hours? Yeah. Except for at the end of an acid trip, your body's so fucking worn out. Mm, no, I just took one at ten, and then me and Caleb went back to the cusp, went to the store. Mm, got you glasses. Betty's boutique. Uh, so, we, yeah, we park in front, we walk in, and we just hear someone in the back on the phone. Mm-hmm. So we just like... Probably we just, Betty. So we just start looking around and, you know, grab the two pairs of pit vipes, and there's a bunch of hats with animals on them. Yeah. Like, like, just like an animal patch on the front. Yeah. And it just, it was like one was like a cheetah and it just said speed. <laughs> just says what drug you're on. And then there was like, yeah, it was funny. And then the one was just a rooster and it just said cock. <laughs> and I was going to buy it for you, but it was like 30 bucks. Oh, what and the And the pit vipes were 50 already. 
Oh, you actually bought them? Yeah. Well, we looked it up after. When are you ever going to wear we, them again? We looked it up all, all the time, dude. We looked it up after how much they cost on their website, and it was 125 So we didn't get ripped off. Deese McGeese. Uh, anyways, yeah. Betty well, didn't know what she had. We're in there, and she's just we just hear someone loudly talking on the phone in the back, and then mm-hmm. who walks out is the drunk heckler from the night before. And, she's still drunk? And she just goes, oh, yeah. No, I gotta go. It's the comedians from last night are in my store. <laughs> They're here to f- kill me now. Hangs up and she goes, "Hey guys, um, we're not. I'm not actually open yet." And I was like, "Oh, well, the door was unlocked, so we just figured you were." It's like, "Oh, well, there was a sign on the door that said open at 11. It's like 10:50." And we're like, "Oh, whoops!" And she goes, "Yeah, I was in the. Ba- I was just in the bathroom." Oh, sorry you disrupted you at your like, job. He's like, oh, well. Kind of like last night, We could hear bitch. you loudly talking on your phone. Were you pooping with the door open or something? <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we buy the glasses, go get some breakfast, wear the glasses the whole time. Yeah. And uh, for the rest, you're on of, drugs. And the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. I uh, get back to New Denver because Virgin and his lady were doing a podcast, so we, we got the hell out of there. Yeah. Come back. And I wasn't really feeling the acid, so I took another one mm-hmm. at like twelve. Mm-hmm. And then and Caleb took one as well. And then we went to a we went and set up the venue <laughs> as it's... the acid was kicking in, <laughs> so we didn't have to do it later. You're like, how about we just put the mic in the middle of the room and have people uh, around us, spin man? Spin like uh, Dane Cook in that <laughs> one special. And then we went to a ghost town, uh, spooky Cr- Crandon or something. Cryden? I don't know what it was called. It started with a C and with a Dun. Cramden? Cramden, maybe. I don't know. Basically, the story of that is back in like the early 1900s. Plague. Uh, there was these two like old prospectors, and like a young guy showed up when they didn't want him around. So they're like, "Oh yeah, there's silver up way up, way up in those mountains up there. Go look for it." And the guy went and ended up finding a big chunk of silver like the size of your truck <laughs> so they like i mean back then it was like oh my god we need to fucking rape the land as quickly as we can mm-hmm. so they just built a town and they even had nicola suddenly, suddenly they're buddies with this new yeah guy. oh hey we're, remember, <laughs> I mean, remember, remember we're, us when we told you to go up there yeah we're so such good friends remember and uh it, it was such a big deal i guess <laughs> that nikola tesla built like came and built like the first hydroelectric plant up there oh. Which is still there and running to this day. Still works. Well, I think they've replaced all the inside parts, but uh, uh, it's now a ghost town, except four people who live there to maintain the power station. <laughs> but everything else is like abandoned and shit. Cool. There's you like can one still house, go in stuff? and there's a trailer. It was still winter up there. Like oh. there's a museum, but the banks of snow were so big that the door was covered. Jesus. But it's a ghost town. And me and Caleb were on acid, and we just kept... Si- you know that uh, haunted house uh, sketch from, I think... Oh, yeah, yeah, You fuckers. Any of these fuckers? That's, that was me and Caleb the whole time. <laughs> was like, any of these fuckers around? or Jump out with a big fucking boner we and kept, shit? We just kept saying, it's interesting, the ghosts. <laughs> and uh, there was, like, a little... like It is kind of a tourist stop. Yeah. And so there's like a shop there. Yeah. And on the window still, it's had a sign that said, uh, please wear a mask. Yeah, freaking right. It's like, for who? Are you going to get the ghost sick? It's like, there's four of you who live here and you live together. Well, how, what? What was this for? <laughs> what are you doing? 
You live here and you don't want to die sooner? <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, um, didn't see any ghosts, though. Boo. Unfortunately. No ghosts. Boo to that, home skillet. No ghosts. <clears throat> nah. Um, And then, yeah, we just kind of hung out back at the uh, the Airbnb for nice. a couple hours. Nice. And a little then fighting, a little fornicating. We went to the venue. We did the show. It was awesome. Verge said he's not going to do... He's like, I'm not going to do any... Written material. I'm just gonna do crowd work and local shit. We'll see how that the, works out for the first part. And I look at Caleb and I just went. I give him two minutes. Yeah. But to Verge's props to him because he went. He did like ten minutes of just like riffing and because there was an election there that day in Silverton, population two hundred and three. Hmm. <laughs> did you guys vote? Uh, no, but Verge did a pretty good uh, bit about it. Like, yeah, it was. Did you guys remember to vote today? We looked at the ballot. It was between Margaret and Brian. <laughs> no last names. They just ran as Margaret and Brian. They just know who it is. <laughs> they also had like a pull-up, like the voting place. It had a sign that said honk and we'll just bring you a ballot. It's fucking wicked, dude. Yeah. So. It's like you went back 80 years. It's awesome. Did the show. Did more acid after mm-hmm. the show. And then Verge's old uh, co-worker from Christina Lake lives out there now with her husband. So they made us dinner before and we went and hung out there for a bit afterwards and just <laughs> drank and laughed. And Caleb was like, at one point, he was like, man, that show was so good and fun. I, uh, I'm not going to lie, about an hour and a half before I was like, I don't know how we're going to pull this off. <laughs> and I was like, Caleb, I was thinking the exact same thing. He went up, he kept... Put taking on and off his pit vipers, yeah, and was just like, I got, it doesn't matter. I got my pits. <laughs> I got my vipes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it was so funny. He just kept milking that. You know what? Chances are, the person that sold him to Betty is in that audience, dude. Did you find out? Nope. Two different towns, man. Ah, piss, dude. We bought them in the cusp. Anyways, that was pretty much it. Oh, yeah, and then we went back to the Airbnb after the show eventually and kept drinking, and we watched one of your um, you watched one of your uh, family reunion movies. What's that, Hills Have Eyes? Uh, heavy Metal Parking Lot. <laughs> I jump his bones. <laughs> I jump his bones. If you saw Rob Halford, what would you do? I jump his bones. If you don't know what Heavy Metal Parking Lot is, <laughs> it's just a guy took a camera into the parking lot of a Judas Priest show, There's and it's guy. hilarious. The one guy's making out with that chick, and she's like, I'm 13. He's like, and he's like I'm 24. I'm 21. <laughs> he's like, I'm 21, and I'm in the, going to the Air Force in a month. Like, I'm 13. <laughs> and Verge's like, that's eh, fine. He probably died in the Gulf War. <laughs> <laughs> Justice. <laughs> uh, my favorite guy was the 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 dude dressed in like zebra yeah, I get, clothes. Yeah, okay, rules. He has headbangs. The, the fucking time. punk sucks, man. I hate all that punk yeah. shit. Madonna sucks. Yeah. She's a fucking dick, dude. <laughs> Madonna's a dick, dude. Is <laughs> 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 he talking about selling out the whole time, and then he's like super pumped on Metallica too? Yeah. It's like, dude, just give it five years. <laughs> Donna's a dick, dude. So I just started saying that for the rest of the night, and uh, that's like the like might be the most perfect eighteen minutes on tape. Of just, yeah, I had like, no idea it existed. A microcosm of just like metalheads in the eighties. Caleb was telling us about it. He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty awesome. There's some not cool stuff, yeah. which is what he was referring well, the one to." Guy's the on twenty-one acid. and thirteen-year-old. Yeah, that guy's hilarious. There's the one guy's on. Hey, acid man, you want to hit this? <laughs> uh, we're working. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, what town was it in? It wasn't in like a big town or anything. No, it was some small town. The fucking Jamaican security guard. These these are the craziest white people I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Where are you from? It's Jamaica. Almost, it seems like a sketch, but it's like a real video. Yeah, yeah. It's basically, basically. I'm pretty sure that's where Darb Nation was born. Because <laughs> everyone, like every like five Sorry, seconds, is, like, is that Darb? Is that Darb? Is that Darb? <laughs> he was conceived and born there, and he just never left. He just liked it. <laughs> And we went for like a walk to the lake at like three in the morning and Caleb just, cause it was after we watched that. So Caleb just kept going, ee, ee. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, dude, we're like the only ones out right now. You have to be quieter. Dude, what if the cops come? I jumped their boons. <laughs> I kept saying, Madonna's a dick, dude. And that would make Caleb go, ee. <laughs> and Virgil like, you have to be quieter. And I'm like, oh, it's interesting. <laughs> At one point, at like four in the morning, me and Caleb, Verge were just at the the kitchen table, and me and Caleb just kept saying, "Oh, it's interesting." About no matter what anyone would say, like, "That's interesting." And Verge, we just were like in a loop. Yeah, we just were laughing so hard, and Verge was just staring at his phone. And he went, um, "I'm gonna go to bed soon, unless this gets more interesting." And we were like, "Ah, did He got us." And then yeah, I went to bed about five. Yeah. And then um, at 7.30, Caleb was, like, knocked on my door. I was like, uh, are you ready to go? I want to go. And I was like, what? Like, go home? Yeah. I was like, what? Give me at least an hour, dude. Come on. What? <laughs> this is some bullshit. Like, and an hour later, knocks on the door again. He's like, all right, let's get out of here. I was like, Ugh. Did you drive or him? Him. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> at least you could nap in the car, I guess. He was like, he felt more refreshed. He was like, I, yeah, it's two hours. I slept. I'm fucking good to go, man. I'm like, how? What? <laughs> It's insane. Nah, there's a little substance that can help you out. Sobers you up. Nah, he doesn't do that anymore. Really? Mm -hmm. Good on him. That's awesome. I like non that guy, Caleb. I like just drinking Caleb. Yeah. Well, he doesn't really do that much anymore either. This was a special occasion. Fucking A, His wife's back. I mean, he's got no reason to. Oh, is she back? He's been back for a while now. She has no reason. I thought she was on her way back. She has no reason to drink now. Pretty awesome. Well, it's good to see a Caleb's on the up and up. Yeah, he was awesome. He did great all weekend. He's a great uh, road partner. Mm-hmm. He's, just, he's always in party mode. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was my weekend. <coughs> well, that's super interesting. That's it's interesting. A, it's interesting. The ghosts. <laughs> did you do any shows? Did You You did oh, Saturday, fuck, right? that show sucked my I asshole, I heard dude. that it was pretty it was shitty. It was full. But it was UFC out in the main bar, so that was fucking chaos, shit going on. Mm-hmm. And then inside, it was the same type of crowd, but in comedy. Plus, it was the first weekend that fax passes were lifted. Yeah, and all the nasty, greasy people yeah. were in there. And all the people that would slap a comedian are now allowed to go to comedy shows. Yeah, and then they go in there and they're like, fuck yeah, let's go out and not talk to each other for the first time since being allowed to go out. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, that's going to happen. Did, uh, right? I bet they did. Full, I bet they did talk to each other. Full show, dude. Down the middle of the hallway. Yeah. Nonstop just chatting like they were at a regular bar talking over each other. I don't other. understand why people... Why did you pay? <clears throat> yeah. To talk over a comedy show. You could just go somewhere else for free and do that. I know. And not ruin everyone else's time. Well, there's no tables out in the bar. Oh, well, then go to a different bar. I know. I'm not part of their fucking group, dude. I'm not making plans. I know, I'm not getting mad at you. <laughs> I'm not making plans. I'm just... Get on the grill. In case they're listening. Man, they suck, Fuck though. them. And there's you. Like, not you, There's but a them. few tables that were all right. 
but they weren't really close to each other. So you, it would like a joke would do all right, but it would fizzle out immediately and then just turn into chatter. Yeah. And then uh, there was a couple tables that weren't like the douchebag tables, but they would just like get offended over weird things. Mm-hmm. And like like Dylan Reimer was up, who's like got all of his shits down packed, and it's like oh, he's one of he's the best. He's been doing it for twenty five years. But uh, he started some joke about uh, Fox News or something like that. Yeah. And this lady goes, "Oh, oh my God, really? I guess that's gonna happen." Well, that's because she probably watches Fox News. <laughs> yeah, but she was like offended, like that it was even brought up. <laughs> And like, really, lady? You're like, she wasn't even old. She was like, maybe like 23. You want to wait for the joke first, bitch? Yeah. But like, she'd say something like, I think Taz had one. That she did, was. That did really good about him uh, noticing he's going, going bald. bald. And yeah. then he's like, I, I just want to take the razor blade and slice my, slice my throat or whatever. Does awesome, except for that one fucking stinky table that just sits there and goes, oh my God. Like, not offended, but just, like, annoyed. Like, it wasn't even really, like, it was weird. It was, like, a weird vibe. Why are you here? Then, uh, right up front, there was this, there was table right up front and on the left that were not talking or laughing or doing anything, just sitting and staring at the fucking... Just recharging their <laughs> yeah. robot didn't, batteries. It didn't matter what was going on. They were just staring at the stage, and then when a joke landed and everyone started laughing, they would look around at the people laughing and then just look forward again. I will like, not respond to you. <laughs> it was uh, weird. Bop, bop, zero, one, one, zero, yeah. zero, it's one. It's like they were at a tennis game. <laughs> Did you do the joke I gave you last week? No, I didn't. I couldn't squeeze it in, dude. It's just not my style. Pussy. I'll do it at the pizza show this on Fucking on Wednesday. Pussy. I'm gonna squeeze it in, dude. Yeah, I wondered. Cause... Also, I was fighting the audience so much I couldn't really. I I, I asked... was like, I'm not gonna try one that I know is gonna bomb. <laughs> I asked. Fer- Whoa, okay. Because I've never done it, and I'm probably gonna mess the wording up. I asked Ferris if you did the joke, and he went, "I don't know. I just uh, I there was not enough room for comics. I just walked in, and Josh wasn't doing very well. And I went, "Oh, maybe he did do the joke." <laughs> no, I. It was so annoying because, like, you start a thing and then everyone's listening, and then all of a sudden, you just little spatters of chatter would slowly spatters of chatter. Like, as you're getting to the end of your joke, they're just getting their loudest, and then they don't hear it, and then they oh, get mad that so it's... They, they listen to the setup, and then yeah, and then they start, start talking, talking the about the, yeah, it'd be like, oh, you do weed or something. I didn't do any weed joke, but but you'd be like, hey, you guys like doing weed or whatever, and then all of a sudden they would. You'd start talking, but then they'd start talking about weed, and then they'd build up and build up and get to whatever they're talking about. You'd finish your joke, and you'd just be sitting there looking like a putz and just fucking well, you, staring at them. It's easy to look like a putz when you already look like a putz. I know, Taz. I meant you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the putziest noise you could have made. Uh, so, yeah, that was what that was. And that show sucked. Uh, it looked like it was a promising crowd, but then it was just like, there's like trays of, like the, I was on stage, I'm only the third comic, and we're only doing five minutes a piece, mm-hmm. and there's already trays of shots going. Only the third comic of four comics? Yeah, but like, <laughs> so in the first 20 minutes of the show. Yeah, okay, okay. First 20 minutes of the show, there's already trays of of uh, sh- empty shots leaving, and then new ones coming in, so uh, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the worst fucking douchebag show at fucking goddamn masks or mandates or I don't know what the fuck. You sound flustered, man. Freedom. You're so flustered you can't even think of the right word. I know. Also, 
I uh, I've been listening to an audiobook of Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> okay. Is it narrated by Brad Pitt? <laughs> no. Some dude. Wow. I don't know the guy's name. But he's pretty good. And I started listening to Steven it and I'm like Stephen Pitt. I was like, man, these vampires are gay. There's like, because Lestad, the guy that not the uh, Tom Cruise, the Tom Cruise character, when he first turns Brad Pitt into a, a vampire, he's like, oh, I just wanted someone to experience this with me and stuff like that. And he's like, also, and he's like, giving showing him the ropes. He's like, this is what you do when you get hungry and there's no one around. You bite, you eat a rat or something like that. And he's like, and also What's, at night, uh, you, how's that gay? <clears throat> no, but then he's like, and then also, like at night, you have to sleep in a coffin. And he's like. But I don't have a coffee. He's like, it's fine. You can sleep in mine. And then he sleeps in the coffin. He's like, yeah, but you got to sleep face down on top of me as I'm face up. <laughs> so, there's, so there's the Tom Cruise guy. And then he forces Brad Pitt to lay down on a missionary style in their coffins. Um, so you're telling me that in your mind, gay people sleep face to face on top of each other in coffins? <laughs> yeah. No, but he like totally was like, no, no, that's totally what you got to do. No, it's a vampire thing, I swear. <laughs> but then there was other things. That, and then the, the little girl, like, he's like, we need a daughter together so that she can experience our life too. So that he makes the daughter, makes the little girl. And then all the stuff happens and stuff like that, right? But at what point do they suck each other's dicks? I can't do that, dude. They got the fucking fangs, dude. But it's all about companionship. Right, do they fuck each other's butts? No, but I didn't think all this. I just It just seemed weird at the time when I was listening to it. And then after... I started searching up uh, different uh, things on the book, just trying to get details and stuff like that. And then uh, every article is like how it's like, like it's big in the gay scene. Oh. So I guess I'm gay now. <laughs> oh, they're, fa- they're fans of that portrayal of them. Yeah. Like it's a big gay following for that book. Oh, okay. So I guess, uh, I guess I'm one of them. I guess now. you're right then. Yeah. I just never heard of gay guys sleeping on top of each other in coffins before. So I was confused. Well, you're not part of the. Of I the guess scene, I'm not right? part of the community. Yeah, you're you're not one of us now. So the vamp, the gay vampire community. <laughs> but uh, it's a pretty good book. <laughs> Sounds like some serious smut to me. It's not bad. It's got good language and stuff. It's uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff in the in the in the book that wasn't in the. But it was fucking long, dude. Two eight hours, two parts, eight hours a piece. Well, if you ask me, I think we should burn every copy because vampirism is against God and homosexuality is a sin. Apparently, dude. So we should burn every copy <laughs> of Interview with a Vampire. Also, he keeps falling in love with other vampire dudes because he wants them to be his master. Because oh. <laughs> they kill. Wouldn't he be the master? No, because they kill Lestad. Who was his master? Mm-hmm. The little girl plans it all to kill Lestat. Wouldn't that make them not vampires anymore? No, it does. I thought if you but kill the against... head vampire, then you convert back to human. It wasn't the full-on head vampire. It was just his master. Oh. <clears throat> and then, um, but also he kind of didn't die. Big twist for the end, dude. You know this. <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, they dump him in the swamp, but there's alligators in there for him to feast on. You know that. <clears throat> but anyways, 
he uh, comes back, but then he's looking for a new master, and then he falls in love with like some Puerto Rican fucking, <laughs> some Puerto Rican vampire. And Brad Pitt like, does. Yeah, and he gets in like a big like, and they start being coming buds, and he's hey, like, Papi. if you if you were my master, like I would do like, and we would have the the gayest time in the world and stuff, like happy, you know, back there. Vampy. Plague days, gay men happy. So, but uh, it was all about companionship. Friendship and bros. It's like just Fast being and bros. Furious, just with companionship instead of family. family. <laughs> it's about com- companionship. I live my life a quarter family at a time. <laughs> a quarter century at a time. We'll save the world by driving fast with our family. <laughs> <laughs> Every car in uh, Fast and Furious should be a station wagon <laughs> or a van. <laughs> He's like, uh, Vin Diesel's driving in a van. You're like, Vin, nice car. He's like, it's for my family. It's for my family. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anyways, should we go to a B R E A A K? A what? Break. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm always down for one of those. I like breaking my penis off in your butt. Oh my god. Because we're vampires. You're listening to the Back Table Comedy Podcast. Fuck off and eat a dick. Thanks for joining us. Domination. I'm so high. I can see around me. Watching us 
What about the news? It's time for <laughs> Slow News Day. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. Nice one, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was uh, on, in the on the break. I was looking up uh, farts. No. Well, because I remember, like, it being blatantly gay, the thing that I was listening to. Homosexual. Well, because, like, they're used to, uh, uh, when they would talk about when they would, like, suck each other's blood, it was almost like it's they're, LGBTQ like... LGBTQ friendly. Be, they'd be banging, Plus. and then they'd chew each other's blood and stuff, and then they would talk about, like, the warmness of it trickling down the back of their throat and stuff, and I was like, what the fuck? Hey, blood. You never suck blood before? You never <laughs> no, swallow no, no. blood, or you spit the blood you suck? <laughs> No, but apparently I looked up the thing just so I don't seem homophobic. Like that, I'm like, oh, that's fucking gay shit, That dude. is how you sounded. I know. <laughs> but, so I searched it up because I'm like, I'm not crazy, am I? So I searched it up. And I guess uh, Anne Riceley, who wrote the book, mm-hmm. after she wrote it, she actually contemplated rewriting it to make it less gay. <laughs> oh, so she's the homophobe. Yeah. She said, no, she was like, she thought about it. She didn't, though. She was like, I need to make it straighter, apparently. Well, I I just think that I don't. This is going to sound sexist, but it's not my intention. Mm-hmm. Female authors never really get the male relationship right. Oh yeah, like the like outsiders? the outsiders. They're all <laughs> like, <laughs> me he's kind of gay as well. Me and my buddies never sit on the couch with our legs across each other, fucking <laughs> tickling each other and shit. No, we just say gay things to each other. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to suck your fucking dick, dude, and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. It was, there like, is a certain element of... You watch The Outsiders and you're like, this isn't how dudes interact. There is a certain <laughs> element of homosexual undertones and male friendships. Like, if you're really close, you'll say things to each other. And yeah. Do like certain actions with each other. Yeah. Does it involve my ass? <laughs> yeah, it does, sort of. But yeah, I've never sat on a couch in an empty lot and tickled you. <laughs> so, and that's just us watching TV. Yeah, that's never happened. I don't. I've, I don't wrestle with my brother as an adult. <laughs> Why not? Because you don't get out of the shower and like just like stand next to him and just towel, chat and chat. towel whip my brother yeah. and then wrestle him into a in the headlock. Yeah, you don't do that. Nah, what's wrong with you? Homophobe? Not really. Yeah, it's because I'm you're, a homophobe. You're a homophobe. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, it's got to be it. <clears throat> hey, you ready for the news? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, my first article. How to murder your husband, author, on trial for husband's death. (laughs) Way to make yourself seem suspicious. What a dum-dum. Hiding in plain sight. That's like, uh, that's even worse than OJ writing if I did do it. (laughs) If he just took the if out of there and said, I did. I did do it. (laughs) Nancy Crampton Brophy. What? <laughs> Nancy Crampton Brophy. Oh, my God. A 71-year-old romance novelist has authored nearly a dozen books. That's almost 12 books. Jesus. Brophy. If it's, all, if it's less than 12, why can't you just put the number? But it's a blog post she wrote in 2011 titled, How to Murder Your Husband, that's now Turning Heads. <laughs> That's a that's a that's a fucking tight hand job if you're turning the head. Yeah, really. More than a decade after penning the post, Brophy is on trial <laughs> for the murder of her 63-year-old husband, Chef 
Daniel Brophy. His name's Chef? C-H-E-F. That spells Chef, right? It's <laughs> the most fucking redneck name I've ever heard. I assume it's Chef and it they, they chef didn't name chef? him. I'm assuming they didn't name him Chef. <laughs> chef Brophy? Oh, wait. Maybe I should have kept reading. Oh, Chef no. Daniel Brophy was found dead inside the Oregon Culinary Institute. Maybe he is a, he is a, a chef. chef. <laughs> I was watching... Um, You're looking at it like it was a fucking alien. You're like looking at the word... Chef? <laughs> chef. <laughs> I was watching this um, show on... Uh, it was the ultimate cooking championship or something with uh, Guy Fieri. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was like... As they, I was the first episode, so he's bringing all the chefs out. The chefs, yeah. And he's just so he's saying chef, and then their name. And Ferris was in the kitchen, and he legitimately just went, "How many? How many people named Jeff are on this show?" <laughs> and I just looked at him and was like, "You mean chef?" And he just started laughing because he was oh. he seriously thought they were all named Jeff. <laughs> and I was like, "Are you serious, dude?" <laughs> For real? <laughs> but I just thought it was his, the guy's name was Jeff, so I can't really speak. Something now, Jeff. I'm still going to say Jeff the whole time. Jeff. Who's found dead inside the it's Oregon Chevy Chase, not Chevy Chase. Culinary Institute in 2018 as students arrive for their classes. Nearly four years after the well-known Jeff's shooting death, the murder trial is underway and expected to last weeks. Weeks? That's nothing for a murder trial. <laughs> yeah, weeks. What the fuck? One key point in the trial is that Crampton Brophy's How to Murder Your Husband <laughs> blog post has been excluded from the trial. What? That seems like some pretty damning evidence. The novelist wrote the post for a writer's workshop and has granted loads of attention loads. since her arrest. <laughs> There's loads on Crampton Brophy, dude. Oh, I was on the Tubi. You yeah. know that thing? Is that what you call masturbating? Yeah, and there's a uh, there's all the cheesy horror movies and they're on there. Mm -hmm. There's one's called I haven't watched it yet, but I have it queued up on the thing. Well, I found a lot of things on the different uh, Netflix and all that stuff platforms. Yeah, so you can put stuff in a list, right? Yeah, a watch list. I spend fucking hours just building my list, and I don't never watch watching anything. anything and then I go to it? bed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a good list for the night, and I go to bed. <laughs> We're in that amount of time. I could have watched the first video I put on the list. Uh, but anyways, there's one that I put on the list yesterday. It's called uh, Bro Dude Slumber Party Massacre 3. <laughs> and I was like, I can't not watch that. <laughs> it's just a bunch of bro dudes having a party. Having a slumber party? <laughs> Massacre happens three okay. times. If they have a pillow fight, then you know the movie was written by a woman. <laughs> yeah, Anne Rice wrote that one. <laughs> She's really declined. Or S. He Hinton. <laughs> Is that the Outsiders lady? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure it's S.E. Hinton. <clears throat> um, it's easier to wish people dead than to actually kill them, part of the blog post reads. But the thing I know about murder is that every one of us have it in him slash her slash they slash them okay. when pushed far enough, she also wrote in the post. At the beginning of the trial Monday, Judge Christopher Ramras. What the fuck, Ramras? Come on over here, bring your ass over. His name is Christopher Ramras. Uh, Chris Ramras <laughs> ruled that the blog post. <laughs> this whole thing is. Sh shut up. This is an onion article. This has to be an onion article. Uh, don't laugh. I have to read this. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, enough laughing. Don't laugh. I have I'm to. Not I fucking, have I'm to not read laughing, this. dude. I, just, I thought about something earlier that was pretty funny. I literally have to read this for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Christopher Ramras. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm I have, not. I have to read allergies. this. Yeah. I have to read this. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> laughing. Chrissy Ramras. Old Judge Chrissy Ramras. Oh, my God. Ruled that the blog post would not be used as evidence since it was written years ago and is substantially outweighed by the danger of unfair prejudice and confusion of the issues. Well, it's not stopping a fucking sweet headline. So. Well, I think that I if she she wrote it and then waited time before killing her husband and the then plan. knowing that the, that old Chrissy Ramras <laughs> would not use it as evidence. The exclusion serves as a big win for the defense, which says that Brophy, the Brophies were a loving couple who cared about one another and had been happily married for 27 years before the chef was gunned down at work. Oh. 27, huh? Hmm. So that... That's when things tend to die. That relationship was due to be done at 27, dude. On the contrary, prosecutors are painting a picture of a cash-strapped couple with a big life insurance policy, hmm. a, poli- <laughs> a big life insurance policy, as the ticket for financial freedom. Hmm. So he agreed to get killed. Crampton Brophy's a dick, dude. Crampton <laughs> yeah. our style, dude. Coin K O I N reports. That Crampton Brophy was the beneficiary of 1.4 million doll hairs and that she asked law enforcement for a letter to send a life insurance company. Hmm. Suspicious. This is every dateline ever. Prosecutors are also pointing to Crampton Brophy's internet searches for ghost guns and her multiple gun purchases. Ghost guns? For ghosts. That's interesting. The ghosts. Yeah, you don't cross the streams, dude. You don't shoot cross bullets? <clears throat> yeah. What is a ghost gun? No, no. I want to search it up now, but in case someone I'm close to dies of being shot, yeah, now that'll be in my search history. Yeah, it'll be your algorithms. Shit. All right. While investigators believe this could have been the start of Crampton Brophy's alleged plans to kill her husband, husband, Get out, husband. Husband. The defense says it was all part of research she was conducting for a novel. That's a likely story. Mm-hmm. Almost seems too perfect. Crampton Brophy entered a not guilty plea. She has been held without bond since 2018 and is expected to take the stand in her own defense during the trial. Hmm. End of discussion. I could see if, like, the thing she wrote about was exactly how she killed her husband, like kind of like the OJ thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but who knows? I think she's just a crazy lady. I can't wait for her follow-up blog post, How to Get Away with Murdering Your Husband. <laughs> How to Murder Judge Crampton. <laughs> How to Murder Judge Ramras. <laughs> Ramras. <laughs> Chrissy Ramras. All right, my next article today. Woman plans to sue after construction company mistakenly demolishes house. <laughs> nah, it's not worth suing. Whoops. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong house? Could have told us that... Oops. Eight hours ago. <laughs> Didn't we read an article where someone, like, severed someone's leg and they were just going in there for, like, allergies or some shit? Pretty sure, yeah. 
Yeah, they like amputated their <laughs> yeah. leg. Yeah, they went in for like dentist work or something and they woke up with no dentist. legs. They went in to get a cavity filled and they woke up <laughs> and they had no leg. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Pulliam. <laughs> Barely even knew him. <laughs> Knows who mistakenly demolished her house in Alabama earlier this year. But... Why did the ad cover my fucking reading? But while the mystery is solved, the legal battle is just beginning. Over a weekend in January, someone came onto Pullman's property. That's, was it you? You tend to do that. End of sentence. That someone, sucks ass. She had no house in January. Yeah. Over a weekend in January, someone ejaculated onto Pullman. Pulliam's property next to the mobile fairgrounds and tore down a home that had been in their family since the 1960s. Ooh, that's gotta hurt. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's this one here. This old piece of shit. I think it's this old piece of shit house we're supposed to demolish. Yeah, that's the piece of shit right there. (laughs) Yeah, this is the piece of shit. Look at it, it's so shitty. (laughs) We gotta tear it down. Nice piece of shit. I moved here when I was approximately 10 years old. This is my grandparents' old home place. They bought it in, the, in 1965, and it's been in our family ever since, she said. And so she said. Also, she's that attached to it. She didn't build it or anything. Like, who gives a shit? I mean, she grew up there. I guess she grew up there, but it's like... She, I was thinking the next sentence would be like, My grandpa built it with his bare I hands. Mean, she grew up in that piece of shit house. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's always been a piece of shit. <laughs> Good thing your grandpa didn't build this piece of shit, otherwise they would have roasted her. <laughs> Pulliam, who lives and works in Leakesville, Mississippi. Horrible name for a tampon company. <laughs> Leakesville <laughs> Tampons. Mississippi. That's where the Kotex factory is. <laughs> Eventually got word about the demolition through her fa- through a family member. They didn't know that I was unaware of it until they saw the news story. And this is the phone call. They're they're smashing me down. She's in the closet and they're fucking... They're destroying the house! Is your things exploding? <laughs> oh my god, you've got to do something. They didn't know what... I, they didn't know that I wasn't aware of it until they saw the news story and they contacted me, she said. I cried for two days, Pulliam added. I was devastated. Not as much as your house was. Other family members saw the story which aired on WKRG and contacted Pulliam with the name of a company seen on the property that weekend in January. Hmm. Marks. It was this co- It was the fucking... It was the idiot guys. Idiot guys demolishing company. This is what the contractor had to say. Oh, did you say 1046? Uh. <laughs> oh... You, did you say 1046 and not 64? Ooh. Shit. Damn. Pulliam said a mobile police investigator contacted the construction what? company and the owner confessed to demolishing the house, saying it was a mistake. A mobile police investigator? I guess. Mobile police investigator. Is there immobile ones? He's just like, nope, you come to me. He just sits I'm not leaving chair. my house. Yeah. Fuck this shit. I was not happy because they said they could not arrest them because there was no malicious intent. I would just have to sue them in civil court, Pulliam said. Yeah, now you're the one intent. 
Hey. <laughs> nice. Because she doesn't, because of her piece of shit house yeah, being demolished. Sure, house is so shitty, people think it should be torn down. People mistake it for such a big piece oh, of shit. Oh, that has to be the place. Look how fucking shitty it is. <laughs> the lady's standing in her yard. What? Hey. <laughs> She's tr- trimming her roses that are super shitty. <laughs> trimming her dead roses? <laughs> Pulliam, who had not publicly named the company on the advice of her attorney, said she's planning to file a lawsuit. She also claimed that the company's owners have not contacted her to offer an apology. Of course not. Or anything else. <laughs> Are you going to give her some muffins and some shit? Big well, twist, her grandpa was a piece of shit and he was squatting in that house the whole time. <laughs> we'll give you one free demolishing. Yeah. yeah, we won't charge you for the demolishing. Oh, well, did you know that your grandfather had a bunch of KKK memorabilia in the basement? <laughs> yeah, of course I knew. As for what kind of damages she hopes to recover, Pulliam didn't immediately have an amount in mind. <laughs> damages. I'm not sure what they will come up with or how they will come up with it. The house, to me, is priceless. But oh. also, it's $2 million. So we don't have to pay you anything? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, you're going to like this next one. Okay. Arrest report. Woman accused of killing cyclists said she was uncontrollably defecating. She shit on a biker until he died? <laughs> she was shitting her pants while driving. Oh. <laughs> and then I guess she hit a, a cyclist because uh, she was shitting so hard. I understand that, dude. I've been holding one in and I've, like, it goes, you get the tunnel vision and everything goes blurry and you just... Oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm gonna shit. Start oh, sweating. Oh, I'm gonna shit. I can't stop. Please, it's uncontrollable. Washington City, Utah. A woman accused of fatally crashing her car into two cyclists and then driving away claimed her irritable bowel syndrome caused the crash. Arresting documents state, It wasn't me, it was my irritable bowel. Hey, you should crash in. I'm so miserable, you should crash into those cyclists. (laughs) Shut up, irritable bowels. I can't stand cyclists. I'm so annoyed, they're going so slow, we should Uh, hit them. They think they're cars, but they're not. The incident happened Saturday in Washington City. According to the police affidavit, the cyclists were brothers from California who were in Washington City competing in a race. An individual who saw the crash happen said the two were riding in the area of Corral Canyon Boulevard and Telegraph Street just before noon when a Hyundai Genesis swerved into the bike lane oh, and Korean hit them. pieces of trash. Look the car, right? The Hyundai's are such pieces of trash, dude. Hell yeah. Witnesses <laughs> attempted to life-saving measures at the scene, but the cyclists were unresponsive, police said. The two were transported to St. George Regional Hospital, where they both died from their injuries. Well, that's not funny at all. Get to the part where she shits her pants. How's the lady's diarrhea? How's Get it to the part where she shits her pants, because this is fucking depressing. <laughs> the brothers' identities have not been made public. At least they both died, and not like one of them, and the other one has to like live with that. Yeah, no, the shitting lady ran him over. Police made contact with the suspect, Julianne Budge, forty-seven. More like Julianne Fudge, am I right? Hey, 
Julie Ass Fudge, 47, who told officers that she was taking multiple medications for several various medical issues, one of which was irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, I'd be suing that company. It's not working. The IBS has been causing her to defecate on herself without warning, she reported <laughs> to police. Good, that's a good sign That's of what it. I'm talking about. That's the shit I want to read about. Literally, literally. literally. Pun intended. <laughs> Now that's quite the sound, the side effect. Also, this woman can't stop shitting on herself, and then she killed two cyclist brothers from California. That shit's hilarious. Uncontrollable. Uncontrollable. Shitting. Defecate on herself without warning. She's <laughs> driving. Just yes. Most people have a big old. <laughs> warning: You are about to defecate. Not this woman. Nope. Without warning. According to the probable cause statement, Budge told officers she was driving from her home in Hurricane when she began to uncontrollably... She began to uncontrollably defecate on herself while driving, so she swerved. In other words, she began to shit a fucking paints really hot. (laughs) She was taking a big shit in a paints... (laughs) And on herself. I guess it says on herself. Not under herself? Not under her... Was she upside down driving? Were her hands on the gas pedal? She was going tub girl. She was shitting on herself. So she swerved. Hopefully she had leather seats. She reportedly... Poor Hyundai. She has six air fresheners hanging from the thing. <laughs> the poo car smell. She reportedly told police she hit the two individuals, but she couldn't get her car to stop. Okay. When, there was poop. Was it all slick it with was poop? shit under her uh, shit. brake. Shit shot down her pant it, it leg. Jammed her brakes. <laughs> <laughs> it was diarrhea, but it was a solid one that went underneath her pedal, so she couldn't push it down anymore. You know how they tell you you shouldn't keep a water bottle at your feet when you're driving because yeah. it can roll under the brake? Yeah. Well, a big old poo log rolled under the brake, and she tried to hit it. It was like... You gotta give warnings about that. Do not have uncontrollable defecation. Do not shit on yourself while driving. It seems to me like you're an expert, Mark. A witness at the scene of the accident stated that it appeared that Julie did not have the intention of stopping after hitting the two cyclists, the arresting officer wrote. The witness stated he followed Julie's vehicle until she pulled over and stopped several hundred yards away from the accident, got out of the car holding her ass <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> oh my god that is funny and waddled into the nearest <laughs> restaurant oh gross he followed her poo trail into the restaurant a lot of free meals at that restaurant they're like uh, there's a lady uncontrollably defecating right there I lost my appetite. She had allegedly been admitted to the hospital the previous day and had been taking fentanyl through an IV drip, she told police. Fuck yeah, dude. Put your glasses on. Hell yeah, dude. Where's your vipies? I didn't bring them. (laughs) Arresting documents state that Budge failed all field sobriety tests. She was drunk, too? That's what it sounds like. Oh. No wonder she shit her pants. Probably drinking BLs, dude. Yeah. Crushing BLs. At this time, I placed Julie under arrest for suspicion of driving under the influence, according to the arresting officer's report. Budge was transported to the hospital where a warrant was issued for a blood draw. The affidavit states that she had 
had been convicted of it for DUI in 2015. So she was drunk and hit And she just guys. said, oh, I'm shitting. And I, she just went, I, I shit. <laughs> she was a half mile down the road and she's like, ah, I could say that I shit I myself. I shit in my I mean, lap. I, I mean, I did before I left the bar, but I could blame it on that. Budge was arrested on suspicion of two counts of automobile homicide due to criminal negligence, both second-degree felonies, two counts of failure to remain in an accident involving death, both third-degree felonies, and two counts of DUI with serious bodily injury by neglect operation, both third-degree felonies. This article's not as funny as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's kind of, there's some poopy humor in it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but then I keep remembering then, she just killed two yeah, brothers. Then reality sets in. It's not just a funny lady having diarrhea on the road. Turns out she's a piece of <laughs> shit. She's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg says Meta employees lovingly refer to him as the Eye of Sauron. Who's that? Mark Zuckerberg or the Eye of Sauron? The Eye of Sauron. Is From that... Lord of the Rings? Oh, okay. You never... Well, I watched it all, but I don't... I'm not good with names and shit. Well, the Eye of Sauron um, is the big giant eye in that's evil on a, on a tower that can find the ring and sends all the evil guys out, right? Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, this I don't care about this article. <laughs> Never mind. But at least I know that you're an idiot. <laughs> that was a test. Yeah, I watched fucking nine hours of a movie and I forgot. Oh, I which even... which one was the Eye of Sauron again? Oh yeah, the giant fucking flaming no, but, eye. Yeah, but you didn't say Eye of Sauron from the Lord of the Rings. You just said Eye of Sauron. And I'm like, what the fuck is that from? How am I supposed to know that shit? Dude? You're an idiot, <laughs> dude. You don't know the things I know, therefore you're an idiot, dude. I'm Defend in, yourself. I'm in. We're starting the last season of the Game of Thorns. And every single episode, there's this moment in it where they mention someone's name and I say, who the fuck is that? And they're like, what? <laughs> like the lady, she's like, no, it's like, you know, Jon Snow. <laughs> the main guy. <laughs> or they'll say like, uh, what's her? I don't even know any of their names. The little girl with the tiny. Arya Stalk. Yeah. She's got the tiny sword. I know them as like some, like a descriptive thing, but I don't know any of their fucking names, dude. I know, uh... It's too bad they don't refer to the characters by your descriptions. I like how it's, like, all these crazy names, and it's, like, a Ned. <laughs> Ned, yeah. It's all these fucking far-out names, and it's Ned well, and Well, his John. real name is Eddard. Oh. E-D-D-A-R-D. Eddard. Ned. Eddard Stark. Oh. Ned. Yeah. The only fucking... Also, that goddamn... The, the Hodor? Mm-hmm. That pissed Did me off. Did you cry? No, it pissed me off. I was like, really? It was just a hold-the-door joke this whole fucking time? Bullshit. <laughs> I, fucking, I actually liked Hodor. I don't think it was supposed to be a joke. I think it was supposed to be a sad thing. Oh, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> you were just laughing because Hodor. the kid was on the ground going, Hold the door! Yeah, he's saying, Hold the door! Yeah, that's what I thought was a joke. Ah. <clears throat> but the only... that The thing with that show is... I don't give a fuck if anyone dies. <laughs> and I'm like, you could drop a bomb on that main town and no one would... I wouldn't give a shit. So I'm glad we're just starting the season where the, the dragon turned into an ice dragon. Oh, yeah, cool. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm cheering for the zombies. I want the, the ice dude. dragon to win. I want the zombies and all the... Because they're fucking cool. They don't have all this pussy-ass politics going on. Ooh, who has honor? <laughs> then my dad has honor. Does that mean I have honor? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you <laughs> God damn it, That's I the best you. description of Game of Thrones I've ever heard. <laughs> my dad had honor, so you have to respect me. <laughs> That's the whole show. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am the rightful honorable one. <laughs> the only one I like is the midget. And uh, the midget and the big guy. Yeah, the the midget, the big guy, and Arya are the really the only ones I like. Everyone else, I, I if they died, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I like Tyrion, which is, as you say, the midget. Yeah, Arya was cool. Yeah, uh, the hound's pretty cool. Oh yeah, the hound is awesome too. That guy's awesome. Fuck the king. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's, just, he's you if you were. The, you're like I don't give a shit. Yeah, I like how like uh, in this in the last season like the. The uh, the gimpy kid with no legs. Yeah. He fucking he comes back. Brandon. Yeah, he comes back and he like reunites with that tree or whatever that he's in love with. (laughs) 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 I love hearing you describe Game of Thrones. He's like all obsessed with that fucking tree because it's uh, got a crow in it. Yeah, it becomes the roots. But it's he comes back and he sounds exactly like every like twenty one year old who had who went to Thailand for a summer. (laughs) He comes back a fucking spiritual guy now. Yeah, he's like all just chilling by the tree with his fucking Ace Ventura pants on, just like far out, man. I'm just one with the trees now. I am nobody. I never was anybody. I'm no one. (laughs) Like you fucking hippie, you loser. (laughs) Shut up, nerd. Yeah, I want to flip your chair. Over. Did you shit your pants? Yeah, I did. Oh god, we got to get out of here. Then that's an episode. Go. It's uncontrollable. Fuck, man. <laughs> You're uncontrollably defecating go, on yourself. I'm gonna go kill a biker now. Oh my god. Uh, but anyways, that yeah. is a foul. Yeah, I can't remember all the stuff on. The, you can quiz me on anything on the Game of Thrones, and I'll I'll have a thing on because I've watched that show. But not, inside note, but unless not it's Lord of the Rings, unless it's people's names, though, you gotta tell me what's their description. Dude, that is a sour toot. <laughs> I, think it was, man, I think it was the dog. Man, that's a sour toot. <laughs> I can't be in this room. Not, we got to end this. It's all right. I'm sorry. It's a soundproof, we, airproof room. Dude, that's a sour toot, man. It's, Why are you tasting? Because I have no. My, I'm talking and it's going smell, in and out of my mouth. You can't smell sour. Dude, that's a sour tooth. <laughs> Give it time, it'll be spicy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's interesting. Anyways, we gotta go. The ghost. <clears throat> Anyways, we'll see you fuckers next week. You fucking sour tooth. <laughs> it's, not, it's not me, dude. It's a dog. I swear to God. Look at him. Look how guilty he's looking. I'm gonna shove my fist in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> he's so guilty three years ago he wrote a blog that said if I shit my pants oh in, really in the, in the room well three years ago I wrote a blog called how to fist your best friend's asshole <laughs> what and get away with it I hope that doesn't happen well let's just fucking find out sour toots <laughs> I am determined to define my life even if it means I must terminate it I'm determined to finally do something that inspires me even if the result of this pursuit forces me to realize my physiological limits. For the first time, I feel the power and potential of my life. And I know that to master it, I must destroy it. My last moment will be my finest. I'm leaving this town behind me I'm leaving this life behind me too All the time, all the little lives All the time, all the little strives All the time, all the no time to rest Spending life feeling under arrest From the bed to the job to the bar To the couch to the bed To the car to the job to the grave 
Hampton Brophy's a dick, dude. Eep!